Hey, PSP3 Nation. Welcome to the Peak Sports Performance Podcast, dedicated to helping our family become not only elite athletes, but also elite individuals. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for joining us on the Peak Sports Performance Podcast. On today's episode, I will be speaking with American League Rookie of the Year finalist and MLB All-Star John Means. John, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to speak with me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. So you grew up in the Kansas City area. What sports did you grow or did you, did you grow? What sports did you play growing up? Um, you know, I played pretty much everything at a young age. Uh, played soccer for a little bit, basketball for a little bit, obviously baseball. Um, but as I got older, I wasn't quite big enough to make any of the teams um, in middle school and, and high school because I was I was actually one of the smallest kids in my grade in my grade, and uh, so I I didn't hit my growth spurt until my junior year of high school. So I couldn't really play any other sports besides like rec league, and so I played like you know GABL basketball in the in the winter sometimes, but but never for a school. Um, so uh, it was mostly baseball. Very cool. Well, you kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, as you got into high school, you weren't the, the best player on your team, the biggest player on your team. How do you think that affected your work ethic and drive? You know, I, I think that almost helps me a lot more. Um, just kind of work on my own craft. I don't have to worry about any of the ex- uh, you know expectations or anything. I, I, think it, 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 I think it caused me to enjoy the game a little bit more. Um, I, I know sometimes when, when you're a big prospect in high school or, or even college, you, you kind of get this outside noise aspect to sports. And, and I think honestly, not being the, ever really being the best player on my team really helped me just develop my, uh, my skills. Sure, sure. So you finished out, you know, high school at, at Gardner and then went on to Fort Scott Community College to play baseball. How did you know that the JUCO route was, was good for you or was the one for you? Um, I, I honestly, going into high school, I, I always expected to go to junior college. I don't know. It's just it was a good route. I, I knew it kind of fit my skill set a little bit more. I was a very late bloomer. So I always, always, always recommend guys that aren't, if they're not getting looked at by their dream school, to go to junior college and really grow into their shoes a little bit, um, which, which, I mean, it helped me tremendously just going there, growing up. And especially going to Fort Scott, we, it was not your typical junior college where it's, you know, baseball only, school, school secondary. Um, it was really school first. And, and, uh, so I had a really good GPA going into a four year. And, uh, and that really helped with my weight, uh, my, my weighted credits. But, but honestly, uh, going to JUCO, um, I, you know, I recommend it to everybody. It was, it was a good experience. And, and you don't have to go for very long just to get to the, the your dream school. I think my my dream school going to junior college was Wichita State, and, and actually they were calling me um, that summer. And then it, it opens up a lot of opportunity. Sure, sure. And you kind of touched on it, the fact that you know it's a good route for everybody. I was uninformed when I was in high school, and no one really ever explained to me that you know you can go to junior college even if you have a good GPA and you're a good student because. You know, it's just a it's a benefit of the side piece of that too. So yeah, definitely. I actually I have played with a lot of northeastern guys, and they they wish they had junior college. It just doesn't exist up in the northeast. There's so many in Kansas, and 
so many in the area that you don't realize that they're not all over the country. It's more centralized in certain areas. Sure, and it's great competition too. I mean, you get to play from the start. You know, it's one of those things that developmental factor happens, and you're allowed to leave like you did after a year or after two years or whatnot, whatever best fits fits for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So you were drafted by the Orioles after, you know, so Fort Scott, West Virginia University, and then drafted by the Orioles. Uh, what was that feeling like to be drafted? Uh, you know, it was cool. And then I was actually talking about this with my family. I, I got drafted out of high school um, in the 46th round. Doesn't doesn't exist anymore, but we were talking about the different experiences of getting drafted twice and how that first time you get drafted is is really, really special. Like when I, I actually, the first time I got drafted, I was, um, I was playing in the Kansas All-Star game. I was a reserve. I was, I think some kid got sick and couldn't play, so I was, I was in there and, and, uh, my phone was going off in my bag in a dugout and I was like, what's going on? Like, is something wrong? So I, I checked it and I, I, I saw it and the first thing I saw was a text from, the scout that I, the only scout that I have ever talked to in my entire life, um, at that, up to that point. And he said, Hey, we just took you in the 46th round. Congratulations. Um, you're, you're with the Atlanta Braves. And I mean, I really could not, you could not wipe the smile off my face. Like I could not <laughs> stop smiling. I was like a little kid in a candy store. I mean, it was, it was, it was an unbelievable experience. I think more so because I didn't expect it. I mean, I just, I had no clue that I was supposed to get drafted. I, I filled out one questionnaire and it was for the team that drafted me. And and that experience going into the second time I got drafted, um, I, I expected to get drafted and I actually got drafted later than I was told. So it was almost like, you know, I, I got drafted in the 11th round and I was told I was supposed to go like 6 through 10. Right. And it's almost like a downer. But I mean, I, I was obviously ecstatic to get drafted, but it was almost like, you know, I expected more. I had higher expectations, and it was almost almost better the first time than it was the second time, just because I didn't expect it. But but it was I was an amazing experience, and, and you know, obviously drafted to a really really good organization, especially for opportunity. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So you you touched on a little bit about the you know getting drafted out of high school and getting drafted out of of course which uh, West Virginia. What was the reasoning you chose to bypass going to the Braves and go to junior college? Um, actually, I was going to take, um, the Braves offer if they offered me, and they didn't, actually. I, um, so I had pitched in front of the scout that had drafted me uh, another time after, this was after they drafted me, to see if they wanted to offer me or whatever. And I had pitched, I had done pretty well, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, I like what you have, throw a bullpen for me here in, you know, a week or so. And I actually, I, 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 gave everything I had in that outing that he came and watched, I couldn't throw a bullpen because my arm was hurting so bad. I think <laughs> they ended up having like a stress fracture in my arm oh, wow. uh, because I, I just let it eat the entire you know game that he was there. And uh, so I couldn't throw a bullpen for him. And he's like, you know what? Just go to college and, uh, you know, you, you have a chance to get drafted again, obviously. And uh, I think you, you, you'll do better in college. You're, you're still growing. So actually, I was going to, because I thought this is the only opportunity I'm going to get was out of high school. I didn't, because I wasn't that great of a player in high school. So I was thinking, you know, this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to be, you know, get coached by the best and, and 
I just had a different understanding of what pro ball really is. And if I, now looking back, I mean, that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me with him telling me to go to college and, and see what happens after that. Because if I would have gone as a 46 round kid at 18 year old, years old, I probably would have been released within the first couple of years. So, um, it was honestly a blessing that I went to college and then ended up getting drafted after my junior year. Sure. So now my big question, of course, is 2019, uh, the season, of course. Um, what a year, I guess you could say. Uh, you go in, I'll let you kind of explain the whole the whole thing, but you go in it to um, spring training as potential, being on the big league team, being a reliever, whatnot, come out and become a starter, become one of the best starters on the team, win-loss-wise, ERA-wise, all-star, Rookie of the Year finalist. I mean, that's an amazing experience. You know, how do you put that into to words, or how did you um, stay focused through that entire time? I mean, that's that, that's a lot all at once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, going into the, the spring training, I, it was kind of like a mentality of this is my last chance because I had been in Double A for a while. I, I spent some time in Triple A. I got called up, but you know, I was you know only like a reserve and kind of called up out of more panic than anything right um because i i you know that's a whole nother story but i i went home for two weeks and got called up after not throwing for two weeks <laughs> straight and ended up pitching in fenway park but but going to that spring training it was more of i'm the low man on the totem pole i'm probably the last one invited to camp i i i want to open up these these coaches eyes because we have a completely new staff in 2019 and and I knew that and and I knew that you know I'd have to make you know a pretty pretty good statement for for these guys if I want to even compete to get called up during the year so I wanted to really open up you know their eyes going in and in my first outing I I remember it was more adrenaline than I had had probably all of 2019 with that first spring training out because that was actually my first big league spring training inning because you know minor leaguers they get called up to big league camp as backups and usually they get a get a chance if in like the ninth inning or so or, right. or if a guy's struggling to get called you know get put in the game i had gone up i think 20 times in the minor leagues and i never got a chance once at throwing in the game wow so that was my first ever big league spring training inning and I, you know, my heart was racing. I had the adrenaline pumping, and I was just trying to throw this ball as hard as I possibly could. And I ended up throwing, you know, harder than I ever have. I was 92, 95, and I was more of a 88 to 90 guy the year before. And and I, uh, so I opened their eyes a little bit there, and and um, you know, continued to throw pretty hard spring training. And I, I had a coach come up, our pitching coach, and he said. You know, what, what do you think about being a setup man? And I had never been a bullpen guy at all. And I had never had stuff to be a, like the, the type of guy to, you know, be in the eighth inning. And, um, so I was, you know, anything to make the team. That's why I told him. I sure. said, you know, any way to make the team, I, I will do whatever you want. You know, put me in the, you know, first or ninth. I don't care. Um, and so that's what they had an idea for me for that. And, and I started to start some games towards the end and, and, you know, just to kind of fill in for guys. And I did pretty well. And numbers-wise, I actually didn't do 
that great in spring training, but stuff-wise was good. And then that's what, you know, coming into this, you know, Astro-style organization that they're trying to be, it's, it's all about stuff. Right. You know, how your ball spins, how, you know, you know the, the quality of the pitch more so than the, the quality of the location. And so I ended up making the team as a bullpen guy. I, I was the last guy hanging around in the, in the clubhouse, and they hadn't told me that I had made the team yet. But it was the last day of spring training, and I'm just waiting around, waiting around, because the thing about spring training is a lot of guys get relieved um, towards the end of it. So right. um, we could claim them. So we could claim guys towards the end. I'm like, if we claim one guy, I'm gone. If we claim one person you know, off the 40-man, I'm, I'm gone. And so I, I ended up you know, somehow making it. So we, I, we go to... Baltimore first, and then we head up to New York, and I'm still, the whole the whole ride up to New York, we took the train, and I'm like, I'm going to get like, sent back down. Like, I, I still don't believe that I'm on the team, and we, we get to New York, and sure enough, we the game starts, and then I start to believe that I'm actually on the team, but <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, um, I didn't pitch the first couple games, and, um, but, but the third game I got in. And I, I think I threw like 85 pitches in three and a third innings, but I did well. And I just, I just threw a ton of pitches. So I'm like, you know, I got the win. We ended up beating the Yankees, um, two out of three, the first series of the year. And I, I thought that, you know, I'm going to go down. Like I threw too many pitches. Like, sure, I did well, but, you know, they're not going to be able to use me for four, three or four days. And so I thought I was going to sit down. I ended up making it, and, you know, my next outing was good. And then I started to kind of get on a roll there for a little while and, and ended up being, you know, getting into the starting rotation um, just to give give me a chance there and ended up doing pretty well and then ended up staying there. And it was really just trying to take advantage of every opportunity that they gave me throughout the season. Sure. And I, 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 I answered and, and ended up staying the whole year, even – you know, halfway through the year, I'm like, I could go down any second. Like, it only takes a couple <laughs> bad outings. You know, because I, I have all my options. I could go down, and, and but once you know, once I got past, probably once I got voted into the All Star game, I, I started to realize that I'd probably stay here the whole year. That's awesome. No, it was it was cool. I, I imagine the experience for you and Caroline were amazing at the All Star. Um, you know, mm-hmm. getting that, all that experience and whatnot, and you know, you then you come back from that and you finish the year out and whatnot. So I mean, that's. Being a starting guy, I imagine you really enjoyed going back to the starter role just for your routine and your normalcy. Um, yeah, what that was like. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's honestly like I, I like both. There, there's definitely positives to both. It, the bullpen is fun, where you just come out, you know, you only got you know an inning or two, and you can just you don't have to flip the lineup over. You don't have to face the guy more than more than once. So you kind of go out there and say, you know, I could do whatever pitch I want. As a starter, especially in the AL East, it's hard to flip those lineups. Sure. Once you get, you know, facing these guys two or three times, even four times sometimes, but, but, uh, yeah, it, it gets tough. Honestly, but obviously the, the, the routine aspect of being a starter is nice. You know, when you're pitching and you have a workout routine, you can get into more of that, but the bullpen's kind of fun too. I mean, I honestly really, really enjoy both and they both have their, uh, their positives. Sure. So with this crazy time we're going through right now with everybody being sh- shut down at home and, waiting to see what's going to happen with the season and whatnot. How has that affected you? What have you been doing to 
maintain or stay ready as you can be uh, for when that call comes of, hey, now here we got to go? Yeah, well, I would really be screwed if you guys didn't help me out and give me, <laughs> give me the equipment. I don't, we, we talk about that every day. We're like, we don't know what we would do with if you guys didn't give us some of your stuff. I'm I mean, glad you're using it then. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely putting it to use. Yeah, Jacob, you know, comes over and, and uses use the two. And, and so it's nice if we both can get it in. But, um, but yeah, honestly, we, we try as much as we can. I'm throwing my weighted balls because I do that routine into the into the mattress right now. I have a mattress laid up against my wall in the garage. So yeah, you're, you're not you're not having to move that every day, are you? You're not moving that in and out of the house every day, are you? What's that? You're not having to move it in and out of your bedroom every day, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. This is an old mattress. We were going to give it away, actually. Okay. It was just okay. Sitting in our garage. <laughs> it was Caroline. It was in like a storage unit, and it's gross. But perfect. Uh, we were gonna. We were, yeah, we were just gonna throw it away, and uh, like, oh, this is perfect lay it up against the wall it's good yeah we, we throw plow balls against it and and uh yeah do that whole routine and, and we honestly we've been playing a lot of catch out on the street just like uh when we were kids we would do that but it, it is a kind of a weird feeling it does feel like kind of you're going back into your younger days and in the teens where you're just kind of going out there and just playing around in the yard and playing in the, in the street and and trying to find a local field just to maybe play some long toss or, or get off a mound, and it, it is kind of fun, and it kind of brings back the joy of the game of just trying to sure. trying to figure out your own way to way, way to figure it all out. Well, everybody has their own routine and works best for them, and you know, with the season being so long, keeping it light and fun, but also staying ready is crucial so that you don't show up. You know, whether it be a two week spring train they have or whatever they do with the season this year, to where you're not ready or you're over ready and then the, the season is affected negatively that way yeah exactly i mean it's 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 looking like at least we'll get a you know two or three weeks to get warmed up but but yeah it, it's one of those things we don't really have a whole lot of information so it's like okay do we you know throw you know three ups in a bullpen where i'm throwing you know 15 pitches take you know rest 15 pitches rest 15 pitches or or am I just, you know, trying to keep my arm loose and not really build up right now? It's, it's kind of in limbo, but, you know, it's it, everybody is. So the whole league's at a disadvantage right now with that. Now, it's just crazy. I can't – I couldn't imagine being in your shoes and trying to figure out my routine. I'm such an OCD person. I feel like I would go nuts trying to be able to stick to my routine of this and that and everything being changed mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, But it'll be – I mean – Hopefully they'll have everything figured out and we'll move forward here. I know, you know everybody's kind of moving that direction now, but with more information of how the season's going to look, whether it be with certain locations or with no fans or whatever, but hopefully that'll be, be moving forward yeah. soon. Yeah, it, it does look like we are going to play. I mean, it, it's been pretty, you know, pretty, pretty reassuring that this is going to happen. It might not look like baseball or like it usually looks, but we're going to get on a field and we're going to be able to, you know, compete. Sure. Sure. So I've got some fun uh, quick-fire questions for you, and I didn't send these to you ahead of time because I love watching to see people's reactions. So the first one is, uh, what's the best barbecue in KC? Uh, Q39 is my favorite. Their burn-ins are unbelievable. It's hard to beat. Very, very hard to beat. Okay, what about the uh, the favorite stadium you've pitched in? So what was your favorite place to pitch? You know, Kansas City. I'm, I, I love coming to Kansas City. It's actually a lot of guys' favorite place to come. It's a pitcher's City. park, right? Um, 
It, it is the <laughs> ultimate pitcher's park. Even though I did give up a home run when I pitched there, it is a pitcher's park, and it, it, it is a lot of fun pitching in front of family and friends. Absolutely. That was a great game to be at, that first one. So, uh, so you're an outdoorsy guy. Dream house, mountain at the in the mountains or at a lake? Mountains, for sure. Colorado, I want, yeah, that, that's the dream home. A log cabin up on top of the mountain somewhere. Have you ever been to, up to Wyoming or any of the places up there like Montana and whatnot? Yeah, we, we went up to Yellowstone okay. um, for, for a vacation when I was younger. I don't remember a whole lot, but it's beautiful up there. I mean, it's nice having your own space. Sure, sure. Last one I've got for you, and it's pretty important. So, Orioles versus Royals 2020. John Means versus Jake Means. Who's going to win the battle at the plate? Oh, me for sure. He's going over three, three strikeouts. For sure. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll make it four, make it a sombrero. Yeah, maybe, it might be... It might be over three, two strikeouts and a hit by pitch. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, John, I appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us today. Wish you the best the upcoming season, and uh, we'll all be following you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on.